Welcome back to The Blind Side, episode four, now with Red Cup News. Red Cup Cave, yeah. we love everything Red Cup. Check them out, absolutely. Check us out on Instagram too, Blindside Pod. Let's hop right into week 10 of the NFL. The Jets didn't lose this week. So yeah. Shout that, out to the Jets. For I mean, the best week of the season, they didn't even I have to play. That this might, how, that's the good of the direction of their organization. This might be the only week this season where we can say the Jets didn't lose. And, and the thought of that is kind of <laughs> scary, but let's move in straight into Monday Night hey, Football. Got to protect the draft pick. Hey, look at that. That's Maybe what we're doing. In the future, right? That's what we're doing. So Monday Night Football sucked, but Kirk Cousins won on Monday Night Football. Yeah, I mean, 10th time lucky. Yeah, I guess good stuff, Kirk. One and nine on Monday Night Football. Twenty-five for thirty-six, two ninety-two, two touchdowns, and a really weird pick. He had two picks, I think, didn't he? Was it two? I think it ended up being two at the end of the game. I could be wrong. Uh, Dalvin, though, thirty carries for ninety-six yards, which, considering what Dalvin's been recently, yeah, is a step back. I mean, but it's still ninety-six. And it was a quiet ninety-six yards, one hundred percent, because like a third of them came on that one chunk run. Yes, more towards the end of the game. And what's interesting to me is Alexander Madison only had two carries this game. Yeah. So they were really all yeah. doubt this whole at, game. But they were struggling to run the ball. The Bears defense is really good. Like it's really coming good. into this game, I thought the, the Vikings could really just run over everybody. Yeah. And and the Bears defense yeah. kind of stood up to the task. You know who had something great. to say about that? Roquan Smith. Yeah, he, he was, was in the backfield all night. This dude was everywhere. He was everywhere. He's very similar to a Blake Martinez type role in New York. Yeah. Even though he's younger and better. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say. Cousins started fourteen of fifteen in this game. Which was crazy. And, and and his 16th pass was that off the hands of Thielen right. into the hands of Khalil Mack. And speaking of Vikings receivers, Justin Jefferson had a hell of a game. Yeah. Eight receptions, crazy 135 game. yards, averaging almost 17 yards of reception. Yeah. Pretty wow. solid. Adam Thielen with two touchdowns on the day. You, know, you want to know what else I saw about the Vikings that I heard tonight? Yeah. They're averaging 7.4 yards per play on first down this season. Really? I yeah. mean, that's just hand it to Dalvin Cook and see what happens, I would assume, right? I, I assume that is or maybe like their a little game drag to been. Jefferson, yeah. right? Uh, let's talk about other offenses, the Bears. Yeah. First Nick, off, before dude. we talk Bears, Nick Foles got carted off the field at the end of this game, towards the end. Yeah. Really hope he's okay. Yeah, yeah. but like, it was for a shoulder injury. Yeah, it was, it was carted off. I thought it was that a shoulder. I could like, be wrong weird. on that. Like, can you walk, dude? Tyler Bray. <laughs> walk it off. Tyler Bray came time. in. Your legs work, though. Yeah. Tyler Bray <laughs> came in, one for five with an 18-yard completion. Uh, the Bears offense apparently is just their special teams because Cordell Patterson ran back a kick for 104 yards yeah. in the second half. Dude, Nick Foles is so fucking bad. Yeah, and I don't... So this was the first game that I had hope for the Bears because it's the first game that Matt Nagy wasn't calling the plays. Yeah, that's an and interesting thing to And there still wasn't any progress, I would say. I mean, Allen Robinson had, like, a less than Allen Robinson game. Six receptions for 43 yards. Yeah. I still mean, think he's an amazing player, though. Do you, know, do you know what the highlight of this game was? Or not the highlight, but the headline? Yeah. That it was the worst Monday Night Football quarterback matchup of the year. Yeah, I I gotta agree with that. Like, yeah, Kirk's Kirk Cousins and Nick Foles. Yeah, don't like to see that as a viewer. Uh, Khalil Mack picked off Kirk Cousins and then ran through him. Yeah, on the dude, he got rocked. Yeah, he rocked him. That's potential for hit of the week. Yeah, oh, 100%. Like, oh, yeah. with the ball as well, yeah. which is impressive. Uh, so <laughs> one thing that I want to touch on this game, and then I'm pretty much good to move on. Yeah, this I got game sucked. One more thing as well. They uh, they went for two, down 19 to 13. Yeah, the Bears. 
So, so no, 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 no. What, what happened was the Vikings scored the touchdown to go up 19 to 13. That's what it was. I'm sorry. And Thank and you. they were up six after correct, putting correct. the ball in the end zone. So yes. a PAT would have put Just them up seven, seven, which is like, Logical, why wouldn't you normal. take the PAT? Right. This is like the third time this season where we've seen this happen and yeah. been like, what the what fuck? The fuck? I think there's some what do the analytics say yeah, that, some, that we're missing? in the analytics that's, that's says. Because common there. sense is go up I a could, touchdown, I could think right? is that if the other team comes back and, and scores... Then you still can you still make can, a field yeah. goal, I and guess. And at that yeah. point, it's on if it's unlikely the other team. But I think that's yeah. the I, I don't know, but I don't know. Do still not a big fan it doesn't, it doesn't of the really analytics. That's the thing that analytics can't account for. It's AWS, the, it's the intangible it of sports. Is. Yeah. Um, my last over? thing was just Bears line, their O-line. Yeah. Ten different players with 35-plus offensive snaps in the last three weeks. So it's a revolving door, basically. Yeah. Dude, they have been door. beaten up this season. Yeah, and and like the that. fact that they actually ran the ball like kind of well tonight, Yeah, kind of impressive. Cordell Patterson, 12 rushes for 30 yards. Dave Montgomery, I believe, is hurt. That's why he yeah, did not play today. That's why he didn't play today, right? Yeah. Uh, you guys want to move on to Pat's Ravens? Yeah. David, give Let's us your thoughts. It. Local Bostonian. What a game. I yeah. mean, I was like very surprised by the outcome of that game. Very pleasantly surprised, I right. gotta say. Dude. Um, Weather conditions, first of all, if we want to start it off there, were atrocious. Yeah. I think by the end of the game, Dude, it was like dumping. Even rain. even yeah. the cameras, the at the end of the game, the sky cam is like I don't know what the shit. fuck. The Ravens it looked last like drive was bad. When, yeah. when Cam scored on that rushing touchdown and they cut to the end zone camera, it looked yeah. like it was covered in ice. Yeah, yeah. Just because of how much it was, it was yeah. crazy. It was raining and there was like incredible winds yeah. like, the whole game. Yeah. But, um. Uh, really, I mean, not the outcome I was expecting. You know, I don't know why the Ravens didn't run the ball more than they did. They did run it for 28 attempts, but if I were playing in those conditions yeah. against yeah, the pass, run, the run defense, and why linebackers, the ball why do you not just dude, give the ball? the ball in the air? Yeah. Which brings me to With, my like, next question. With the most lethal like, rush like, offense. Yeah. That, the Does very Lamar Jackson point. suck? Yeah. Or does he suck? He's bad. Yeah. He is so bad. I actually bad. thought he, yeah. he threw the ball decently given the conditions last night. Yeah. But I mean, still had the still, turnover, yeah. which was a poor decision He's just on his shown part. shown again that he can't get him back in the games when they're down. Dude, when they it's not even lead. that. It's like, it's like the Pats aren't a, like a big team this year. Yeah. I know it, it obviously it, it sucks yeah. to accept that. Yeah, yeah, but of like, course. it's the sad they're, truth. Yeah. But, like, it's still a headline game for Lamar. Like, can he win against Belichick? And this dude can't win in big games. So, can I tell you an interesting little thing that I heard? Actually, major credit to Pardon My Take. I love everything Pardon My Take. I listen to them all the time. Big inspiration for this podcast. But they were talking about how the offensive coordinator that the Ravens have now was also the offensive coordinator in San Francisco under Kaepernick. Really? And remember, Kaepernick's first year under that system, he was insane. Yeah. Yeah. Super Bowl, right? And then after that year, it kind of died down, right? That's interesting. People are might there's a theory out there that this might be happening to Lamar as well. Yeah, I mean, Which I, I think just is think a really interesting point to think about. Good defensive coordinators and good defensive teams have figured out how to play him. Yeah, yeah. More so than they were able to last year. Obviously, he's still a crazy athletic quarterback. Yeah. Still um, that threat. And he, he still could definitely run and gash any defense. Yeah. But more so this year, he's been contained. Yeah. I agree with that 100. percent And the the Patriots def or their game plan um, on defense to plan was actually really interesting. They use Kyle Duggar and Adrian Phillips, um, their two safeties. Like they kind of put them on the outside, almost yeah. as like QB spies, and then everybody else dropped back in the zone. Right, that's I interesting. Was, yeah. yeah, that's a smart play. And, yeah, and yeah. and you know, obviously, Duggar. when you do that, you leave yeah. 
you leave the holes in the zone open, and Lamar did exploit that a little bit. He had yeah, he threw the ball Dude, decently. So. I'm I'm glad you brought up the the Pat secondary and their DBs because J C Jackson is one he's of the on. most underrated yeah. defensive yeah, backs in the NFL this year. He has six, Gilmore, six picks six, down, yeah, which yeah. is five in the last five games. Yeah, oh. yeah, and so which is incredible. And Chris Collinsworth with with an incredible announcer take that I really want to just mention here. He said to draft Alabama's first, second, and third string running backs every year. Yeah, that was the best take I've ever heard. I actually think that might be really successful. Yeah, to be honest with you. Usually, just think about the pure amount of Alabama running backs there are. It's absurd. Yeah. Like everyone. (laughs) I think usually when we talk about announcers having takes on live television, we're like, that was the dumbest shit I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, most of the But time. Chris Collinsworth, like, actually yeah, knows me talking about it. I think he's, like, one of the, not a founder, but he works Big Chris more. Collinsworth podcast. Yeah, uh, Jacoby <laughs> Myers is a better quarterback than Cam Newton. Yeah, Jacoby Myers, yeah. I'm not even kidding. That I actually pass. think Jacoby Myers can be a better quarterback. I think Jacoby Myers could be a QB1 in some offense. I think it's beauty. Yeah. Like, Rex Burkhead didn't even have to move. Yeah. That was the perfect ball. insane. It was, like, 24 and, yards, yeah. but all the way across the field. Yeah, and Jacoby Myers, <laughs> just so everyone knows, is a viable flex. I just flex him this week. I picked him up two weeks ago. Great pickup by me. Picked I picked him up in our league, and he won me my matchup this week. So yep. I've got to love that. Uh, you guys want to move on to uh, the Titans? Or you I have just two yeah, more I've, things. I've, Go ahead. Absolutely. Well. Damien Harris uh, ran the ball incredibly well. Again, yeah, yeah. showing again that yeah, he's the right. first, Sorry. I would say, feature back that we've had in a while. Normally, we like to give it to like a lot of guys. Definitely. around. But I can't remember the last time we've had a guy where, like, if we're running the ball, like, mm-hmm. for a second down, he's he's the guy. Yeah. And I think that he's proved that, I think, when Sony comes back. Um, and the last thing, just a little funny thing, uh, Bill Belichick didn't know that the Masters were going on this weekend. Really? Had no clue. Well, what a guy. brought it up. Gotta believe yeah. a lot. He was, so he was Big asked, Masters week. This yeah. is what <laughs> I'm, I'm going to say, because he was asked about it by a reporter. I think they asked him, like, what player would be, he, like think would do the best in the Masters mm-hmm. on his team. Mm-hmm. And he was like, I didn't know the Masters were going on. Which was probably like <laughs> his way of just like Dismissing getting the yeah, bullshit Dismissing reporter yeah. question yeah. like he always does. But yeah, I just thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. Um, Willie Sneed went the fuck off. Which yeah. which is which is crazy because like before the game we were looking yeah. at these pre-built parlays. Yeah. And we were just looking in the five plus five thousand or greater odds Ooh, section. Sh- and and the parlay with the craziest odds it was plus twenty nine thousand. Yeah. Willie Sneed to have two plus touchdowns and one hundred fifty yards. Yeah. It didn't end up hitting, and we didn't end up taking he it. Had but still, though, had two touchdowns. Yards. That would be ten to win two thousand nine hundred. So not a bad take. Wow. Not a bad take. Yeah. Imagine that. Yeah, that'd be crazy. Um, and then, yeah. Last thing I wanted to say is that Got the it. Ravens defense did not force a turnover. That's Even in those conditions, Cam didn't turn the ball over, which was really impressive. So I thought he played really well. I thought, Even yeah, only I think he managed the game well. Yeah, yeah. I agree. He That's did what it. was in front of him. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You can't ask. Uh, him. Do you want to call, talk Colts Titans a little bit? I'm ready to go Colts Titans. Yeah. So, so can, I just, can I just start Lead it off. with this game? Lead it off. I don't even care what the score ended up being in this game. Yeah. I, I don't care what his stat line looks like. Phillip Rivers sucks. I am imploring you. To retire. Please. You are ruining one football game every week that you step onto the football field. Yeah. No one. No, and I re- like I have to repeat it. Nobody wants to watch you flail your arm in an attempt to throw he the ball. He literally looks like he's tearing every bone in his elbow. He's so washed. Every he's muscle. so done. Yeah. 
just just go retire and, and enjoy the time with your nine kids. Yeah, dude could not pull out of the driveway. Jesus Christ. <laughs> uh, boring as shit on paper, yeah. I would say. Titans Colts sounds boring as shit. But honestly, on the low, a very important game for that division. Yeah, I mean, and Philip Rivers ended up playing pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> Phil. 29-39, 308-1. Yeah, and Look didn't didn't throw a pick, which Look was surprising. Phil. But still, Phil, hang it up. Yeah, dude. <laughs> uh, solid birthday for Naeem Hines, I'd say. Yeah. Uh, 12 I, for 70-1. So, and Jonathan Taylor is no longer the lead back in this yeah. offense. Okay, so Naeem Hines is kind of like their specialist guy. Yeah. And then, who's the other one that's getting a lot of car- uh, carries? Jordan Wilkins. Uh, Jordan Wilkins. Jordan Wilkins. Yeah. yeah, he's been getting a lot of carries as well in that backfield. Hines had 17 touches for 115 and yeah, two touchdowns. Two touchdowns. Which yeah. was a crazy stat line. For yeah, him. happy birthday to him. Uh, uh, big game from Michael Pittman, 7 for 101. Not yeah, much I mean, just going back to Hines for a second. Go for it. The RB14 on the year. Think about no that. No shit, that's interesting. Yeah. Huh. I mean, pick him up. He's yeah. only rostered in 41% of leagues, so there's a really high really? chance. If you're listening to this right now, Naheem Hines is on your waivers. Yeah. Getting back now to Michael Pittman. Yeah, so uh, yeah. Michael Pittman, 7 for 101. I told him last week I love Pittman out of USC. He was yeah, great. dude. I, I'm surprised they haven't gotten him more involved like in the offense. Can I tell you an absurd stat that you are absolutely not going to believe? Are you me? about to throw me the craziest Michael Pittman stat of all time? Not a Michael Pittman. Okay. T.Y. Hilton. Okay. Ready for this? Yeah. T.Y. Hilton hasn't had a 100-yard receiving game. Since December twenty third of two thousand eighteen. No shit, that's interesting. Yeah. Twenty one um, games since he's had a hundred yard game. Yeah, that's that's what? really bad from T. Y. Hilton. What? I don't know. But Andrew Luck, this I mean Andrew Luck retired. I get dude, that, but still, Michael Pittman is like you don't realize this. He's good. He's the same size as DK Metcalf. Yeah, dude, Michael Pittman. Six is four two twenty three. Yeah. And yeah, like Michael his Pittman's senior soft. year at USC, he had over a hundred catches. Yeah. Twelve hundred yards. And 11 touchdowns. This receiver class, by the way, was absolutely absurd. But Michael Pittman was a second-round guy. In any other class, he's probably a top 15. Yeah, he was, what, the 38th? I think he was 38th, 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 38th right? or like something. Two after the Giants, yeah, I'm pretty I, sure. We were 36. Great pick, though, from the Colts. Oh, yeah. That's, that's great value in the 100%. second round. Uh, big week for backup quarterbacks. We'll talk about Jameis Winston later, but Jacoby oh, Brissett with a touchdown yeah, in this game. Jacoby Brissett. I, I'm glad to see him getting playing time see the because, God, do I hate Phillip Rivers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, A.J. Brown, very quiet. One catch for yeah, 21 dude. yards. And another really disappointing game for Derrick Henry fantasy owners. Yeah. Like, and sure, he was like 103 on 19 carries, yeah, but, but that's not where is the red zone value? Where is the red zone value? Um. So, something I want to say about this division is it's kind of insane to me that Let's be real here. There's only one good quarterback in that division, and it's Deshaun Watson, and yeah. his team is two and seven. Yeah. What the Save fuck are the Deshaun. Texans doing? Man? Save Deshaun. He has to. He has to leave. He should start that campaign. Has to leave. Oh my yeah. god. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to talk about for this game? I mean, uh, going back to the Derrick Henry thing. Yeah, please. Jonu Smith rushing touchdown. Yeah. And Deonta Foreman receiving TD from the five. Like backbreakers. I don't know who's calling the plays. But why wouldn't you just give it to the star? Yeah, so, like, Derrick Henry can <laughs> fall and get three yards. Dude, he just gets vultured so I easily. I don't... There are many times in Titans games where we look at each other and we're like, why aren't they just giving the ball to Derrick Henry? Dude, he's... Okay. I think he's the second largest running back in the NFL. First being? Dontari Poe, who's currently a free agent. Oh, Dontari <laughs> Poe is an absolute stallion, yeah. by the way. He's a big dude. Yeah, we love Dontari Poe. He's a big dude. Nice on the Chiefs. 
Um, yeah, I'm ready to move on from this game. Well, so before we do, next Thursday night's game is Seahawks Cardinals. Okay. Which we remember how that first game happened. Yeah, we're going to talk about this week's Cardinals and this my, week's Seahawks. One of my game. games of the week next Both week. Both teams six and three. The Rams are also six and three in that division. And Dylan, I don't know about you, but is there literally any other place to go on a Thursday night game? A Thursday night with an insane Thursday night game than Pub 52. I knew you were going to say Pub 52. I mean, Thursday nights, if you're a UM student, you know about Pub 52. Yeah. If you don't, you should know about Pub Get 52. Get down to Pub 52. On a Thursday night, <laughs> ton of UM kids there. It's a, it's a ton of fun. We go there all the time. Wednesdays, also ladies' night. Girls get complimentary glass of champagne. So wow. our female listeners ladies. out there, look at me. We're trying to help you here. We're trying to help you. Uh, it's, on, it's on sunset, so you can walk back and make it to your dorm before curfew. Wow. If you got to worry about that. Sounds How like convenient a, is that? Sounds like a great deal. But they're also <laughs> late past. They're open way past that. They're up all night. They have 20-plus screens to watch the games for game day. Great food. I really, really recommend the fries. Oh my god, they are amazing. But trust me, Pub 52 for next Thursday night's game. I hope to see you guys there. I know Dylan and I will definitely be there. Yeah, I will definitely see you guys there. We all want to see that there. (laughs) And with that said, you want to move into a really fucking boring game? Yeah, dude. Okay, so this game just left the worst taste in my mouth. Yeah. Like, as someone who bet the over... And you we did as well, but over 39 and a half in, in a teaser, Browns, Texans. I was gutted Yeah, when when neither team put the ball in the end zone consistently. Yeah. This game like, got so bad that Kaimi Fairbairn punted. What? Yeah, Kaimi Fairbairn was about to attempt a field goal, but instead he was just like, nah, oh fuck my it. God. And he punted it down to yep. like the six. I remember that. Kaimi Fairbairn punted. Dude, okay. Do you want to hear something crazy? This tell might me. blow your mind. Yeah, tell me. If I told you that this game had 599 yards of total offense and no turnovers, and let me repeat what? that. Let me repeat that. Let me repeat Stop that. it. Let me repeat that. In a 10-7 final score. It ended 10-7. 10-7 Cleveland. 599 yards of offense and zero turnovers. And it ended 10-7. How the fuck is that possible? I don't know. Only I don't Browns know. And the Texans would figure that out. Only there's the only two teams that have the Browns and the Texans. Man. Deshaun twenty for thirty, one sixty three and one. Yeah, I average. Yeah, from Deshaun. Brandon Cook six catches for thirty nine. Fuller five for thirty eight. Baker's terrible. Baker's so bad. Baker's terrible. And, and did you see and he called like, out the media? Yeah. Yeah. What do you say about Miles Garrett? Real G's moving silence like lasagna or some Real shit. Real G's moving silence like lasagna. Yeah. No I shit. I mean, we all love Lil Tushy, but that's, that's not a great time to put bring that up, Baker. <laughs> Baker. No shit. That's yeah. interesting. No shit. That's interesting, <laughs> Baker. Uh, return of Nick Chubb. Yeah. He, he was played, full Chubb. Do you want to hear something crazy? Tell me. He had seven less total yards than Baker. Chubb had really? 126 on yeah. the ground, and mm-hmm. Baker had 132 through the air and a rushing yard. And keep in mind, <laughs> yeah. a single rushing yard. Yeah. And keep in mind, Kareem Hunt also had 19 for 104. Yeah, I so mean the, the Browns, Browns ran, ran down their throat. all over the Texans, yeah. which is insane because you'd actually think that the Texans would have a decent run defense with guys like JJ Watt up front. But they don't. But they don't. <laughs> uh, Browns offensive line looks a lot better than last year. Gotta yeah. say. So um, okay. are the Browns the worst? Are they seven and three or six and three? Now? Six and three. Are they the They're worst six. six and three football team of all time? One hundred percent. And so that's this pathetic. is actually a really interesting <laughs> question that I want to get your answer to. Yeah. Who's the best quarterback in that division? The AFC North. Lamar, Baker, Burrow, and Ben. Who's the best quarterback? That. Oh man. I think it might be. Ben. It's Ben. Yeah. I think it's Ben. It has to be Ben. It's fucking Ben, dude. Dude. 
He's kind of nice. Do you like, see his okay, stat we'll, we'll get into We're Steelers. We're going to talk a lot of Steelers. He had a crazy week. Yeah, dude. Big ben, man just casually does that every week. Ben still has a lot of gas left in the, the tank. in that division. Still has a lot of gas left in the, t- yeah, left in the tank. Yeah, uh, Baker bobbled a snap on third and one from the six. Yeah, dude. He's... What? Browns had no players with four catches. Think about that. Four. No one had four, four catches. catches for the Browns. How many completions did Baker have? Not that many. <laughs> yeah, clearly. <laughs> Baker, Baker clearly was not feeling dangerous today. And this was the game that according to Baker Mayfield cycle, he was supposed to go off. No. Because I th- well, I think okay. Oh, is it two separate I don't steps think, I don't think he a... called out the media during the bye week because he was on the dumb. COVID reserve. Okay. He just said some stupid so shit. So next week he's gonna go Which off? is casual Baker. If they play a shitty team next week, yeah. I think he goes. I'm gonna look off right now and see what team they play. Yeah. Uh I wanna see. I'm gonna play the Eagles. Okay, so so he'll go off. He'll go off. Yeah, and they'll be seven and three. Nick Chubb's gonna have like 300 yards. Uh, yeah. <laughs> anything else for this game? This game sucks. I'm ready to move on to Lions versus the football team. Yeah. So uh, Lions 30, football team 27. Lions are now four and five. Washington football team at two and seven. DeAndre yeah. Swift first start. So looks great. I played against this motherfucker in two yeah. leagues. This Give me week. all your emotions. I hate DeAndre Swift. 23.4 fantasy points. Yeah. Half PPR, by the way. He put in a shift. Yeah. He had 21 touches for 149 yards and a touchdown. So, you know what he kind of reminds me of is he kind of reminds me of a rookie Miles Sanders. Where, like, at the beginning, no he's shit. like, okay. That's interesting. He's okay. <laughs> and then he kind of breaks out towards the end of the year when he gets a lot more reps and he gets his chance. Yeah. But I think DeAndre Swift looks great. And in the air, too, five for 68 and a touchdown. Yeah, I, for 81 he, on the ground. he got it done on the ground and through the air. Yeah, um, I have a new nickname for Alex Smith. Tell me, it's Alex, almost. Smith. Okay, okay. I mean, almost. Yeah, because that's what we need to start calling him from now on. Yeah. Last week against the Giants, he had two opportunities for a game-winning drive, yeah. and they almost got it done yeah. through two picks. This week, he leads what he thinks is the game-tying drive, right. and they almost get it. Yeah. Done. Yeah. Matt Stafford. By the way, the most underrated quarterback in the league. Agreed. With 276 16, and three on the deck. 276 and three, you yeah. said? Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. He With 16 seconds left, they got the ball back. Also no picks. And he leads them down the field for a game-winning Matt Prater 57-yard field. Yeah, and also, we got to point out what led them to take that field goal, though. Chase, Chase Young. Chase Young. Yeah. That was such a stupid Interesting. Hit. Interesting. Still, though, Matt Stafford, Stafford's game-winning stopped. drive stopped. again. Stopped. Another yeah. game-winning drive. Yeah, uh, out speaking of Alex Smith, 38 for 55 and 390 yards. Yeah, I mean, dude, he's been throwing the ball so much. How does he not put one in the end zone? He just <laughs> doesn't do it. It's insane. Uh, so Terry McLaurin had 7 for 95 through the air and 27 and rushing 27 yards on that. 27 yard round, rushing. Yeah. Terry McLaurin <laughs> is a weapon. Terry McLaurin is really, really yeah, good. Dude, he's so athletic. But the other thing is, like, he is literally the only offensive weapon on this team besides... Maybe Antonio Gibson, who I played against in fantasy this week. 13 for 45 on the ground, which you're like, oh, sick. And then he scores two touchdowns. Yeah. So good. But, like, not good. No. Um, <laughs> so something that I would like to point out is, like, have you seen one highlight of Jeff Okuda this season? No, not a single one. Anything. I forgot he existed. I've seen more of CJ Henderson than Jeff Okuda, I yeah, would say. Yeah, 100%. Right? It's very interesting to think about what that. What team is Jeff Okuda even on? That's the Lions. That's how it Yeah, went. exactly. He's been. I didn't know. Uh, first home win of the year for the Lions. Yeah, I saw that. that That's yeah. crazy. Interesting, right? Imagine. Yeah. Can't win at home. Uh, without Galladay, Marvin Jones, 8 for 96 and touchdown. Yeah, definitely a viable flex play. I, I have say. him on my bench. Yeah. Uh, anything else from this game? I'm ready to move to Bucks-Panthers. Yeah. You want to take this one? Um, 
Yeah, I, I think that we can both agree yeah. that we would be the last people ever to root for Tom Brady. Yeah. But fuck, is he good at football? Yeah, he's really good. He 28 of 39 for 341 and three touchdowns. Yeah. And didn't turn the ball over. Yeah. I think he's still hanging around in the MVP conversation. Yeah, that Saints game was so bad, though. It was so bad. Big bounce back week against the division rival. I yeah. think this game was very important for the Bucs. The Panthers were made a really good 3-7. and seven. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. They've only lost to like very good teams or so, fringe teams. So we're gonna play a little game later because I'm very interested to get your opinion as non-biased here. But like, who, yeah. do you, who do you think is better, the Giants or the Panthers? Wow, that's an interesting question. Right? I mean, I think they're very similar. I would say if they played head to head, the Panthers would probably win. I think they would win. I think it would be a good game. I think if Saquon and McCaffrey are both fully healthy, it'd be really fun. Yeah, I would put it'd the really spread fun. at like. Three and a half yeah. for the Panthers in that yeah. game. Okay. Because um, I think they're in, yeah, both I think in very they're similar situations. Pretty evenly matched teams. I think yeah. you guys gaining Bradbury and then losing that Bradbury. Yeah, helps. Oh my God. Which it's definitely James even you guys out a lot. Yeah. Uh, DJ Moore fucks, and I called that he would fuck. Yeah. Four, dude, nine, four, so four catches, good. 96 yards, and a touchdown. Um, but Teddy kind of sucked. Left the game with a knee injury. So he, with five minutes left of the game, it just reported less. He sprained his MCL. Really? It's considered day to day. So I think he's going to be all right. Wow. But next week, McCaffrey is also doubtful. So the Panthers will be without both of their backfield. PJ Walker, XFL legend, yep. would be the starter. We in talked Carolina. about him a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we ago. have. He's, he's not a bad option, but obviously, would like to have Teddy. Yeah, I mean, the Bucks' offense in this game was kind of rolling. Like, wow. Have a fucking day, Ronald Jones. Yeah. 23 carries for 192 and a touchdown, including that. Yarder. Was that the longest play from scrimmage this season? I think so. So I think what's really <laughs> interesting is the play before that was an amazing punt by the Panthers punter to get them down to the two. No shit. And the Panthers were like, oh, sweet. We can stop him here, maybe gain some field position. And, and Ron Jones was like, no. Yeah. And he was just like, I'm going to go there. <laughs> yeah. To He's like, do you see that end zone? Yeah, that's mine now. I'll, I'll be there in about I'll 13 be seconds. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, Godwin, six for 92. 87 yeah. for 69. And... Evans was the only Bucks receiver that had the touchdown. Uh, but also, still, they all played really well. I saw a report um, about a parent and Antonio Brown. I don't know if you saw this. Is it bad news? I didn't see this. Really? What happened? You ready for this? Please. Oh, my God. Apparently, Antonio Brown destroyed surveillance camera and threw did. his bike at a security guard last month. In the Bucks practice facility? I, I don't know the details of it, but at some point. So, uh... Antonio Brown has some mental disorder. I actually really do like. In I, I don't mean this in a mean way. No, I don't mean it either. But like this is a repeated trend. To be completely honest, like have you have you seen Will Smith's concussion the movie? No. Definitely check it out. But you like, think it's a serious case? I Ever really do want them to Va- study his brain. Vontez to be perfect. Honest. Yeah. That might have been Jesus it. Christ. And Pac Man Jones playing them twice a year cannot cannot be good. Yeah. Uh yeah. AB seven for sixty nine. Um, My last note for this game was yeah. just. Mike Davis kind of played like shit. Yeah, it's crazy to see just how important McCaffrey is to this offense. Because like, remember the Chiefs game last week? They were, were they, were they lost by only two? 31 points. They yeah. were rolling. Mike Davis only had 11 touches for 44 yards. Would have loved to see more Mike Davis. Yeah. Yeah. As I mean, both, both of us started, started and met the flex. Yeah. Uh, good to move on to the next one. <laughs> yeah. Eagles, Giants. Yeah. Um, you want to give me a little bit and then I'll go off? <laughs> yeah. This was like the most shocking game of the week for me. Yeah. So talk to me. Um, I had no belief in the Giants okay. given that Miles Sanders was healthy. Yeah. And, and I he thought that. 
somehow the the Eagles would win this game, but yeah. the Giants were like, nah, fuck that. We're going to dub. Yeah. And yeah. and they did. We'll take it. <laughs> Big blue. Like, how do you feel as a Giants fan being a half game back for the division? Like, so, are you guys hosting a playoff game this year? So here's my honest opinion. And would you go if you hosted a playoff game? Yes. Here's my, here's my opinion on this. And it's very simple. I understand that this brings us closer to the division, but we needed this win. We haven't beat the Eagles since 2017. Yeah, that's bad. Do you bad. know how good it feels to finally beat a division rival? Yeah, no, I don't doubt time? it. I don't oh doubt it. Oh, my God. That's like, how I might, almost we felt last week when we almost beat the Patriots. Like, we seriously <laughs> might win the division. Yeah, really no, I think you guys are going to now that you beat the Eagles today. Our defense is this week, legit. Me. Our defense is fucking legit. Yeah. And I get it's the Eagles. The Eagles suck. The Eagles suck. No, dude. But, like, Carson Wentz is just such a bad quarterback. <laughs> I, he 21 for 37 with 208. Yeah, didn't have a touchdown or a pick. Fulgham, one catch for eight yards. Great job by me. Yeah, dude, that was super too. But, like, the first time this season where he's actually been blanketed. Alshon Jeffrey back, though. This past week that they already this played? This first week. Okay. This first week what did Jeffrey end up doing in this game? I don't know if he did much, but just seeing that, that Fulgham only had one catch for eight yards is just... Yeah, that's, that's worrying. Not that's not I, I just traded Fulgham away. Yeah, great um, job by you. And I just got Miles Sanders back. Nice. Who looks fully healthy. Yeah, looks great. He had 15 carries for 85 and two receptions for 10. Didn't get a touchdown, but Clement and Scott both did. Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not worried about it, though, yeah. going forward, because he's definitely the volume guy. So... Talking earlier about going for two at random times. Doug Peterson decides to go for it down 21 to 17. Yeah, dude. So quick math there. <laughs> if he just kicks the extra point and he makes it, they're down a field goal. Doug Peterson. The Eagles never get it on, get it. on the two-point. They, they did never... get it with Miles Sanders once today. Okay. They got it. They to made got, it to be 11. fair. They made that. They got that. But they never get it. They never get it. <laughs> they never get it. <laughs> they always try and do some Carson Wentz running shit. Yeah, and it never, never fucking works. works. Never fucking works. Um, it's the opposite of a grenade. You're yeah. not going to fucking work. You're going to fucking lose. <laughs> you can walk in there most prepared as ever. So I'm going to be Still completely honest with you. Like three weeks ago, I was like, get Daniel Jones the fuck out of here. Yeah, but now he looks kind of good. Is he making adjustments? I love what Garrett's doing with the zone read and the RPOs. I think that's awesome. I think it's awesome. I think that's great. Um, but interesting stat for you, right? Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley, guess how many zone reads and RPOs they've run together in their career? My guess would be one or zero. Zero. Yeah. Because Garrett just got there. So, the aspect that Danny's looked great in, he hasn't had arguably the best running back in the league doing. Yeah. Maybe I, mean, I give Danny another year if he keeps I'm, playing this way. I said this a couple weeks ago. I Maybe I give him another year. He's kind of turning into Josh Allen. But here's my thing. Danny to Slayton, even as a non-Giants fan, you can see. Yeah, Slayton's they pretty good. They, they pretty are good. really, really good. He knows how to make adjustments while the ball's in the air as well. I love which Sterling is, Shepard. Which is critical. Sterling Shepard continues to be crazy underrated. Wayne Train keeps chugging. 18 for 53 and 2. O-line looked great. I loved almost everything about this game. Yeah, Andrew Thomas. Look, he's looking good, dude. He's looking good. Shane Lemieux, left guard, looking pick. great. Matt Pertz looking really good. Right tackle out of UConn. The line is looking good. Yeah. For now. I gotta, I gotta the agree. The line is looking good. Um, Joe Judge, Pat Peter, A-. These guys clearly play for Joe Judge. They fight for him. Yeah. And before I was concerned, maybe his bullshit, like... The people's coach. Yeah, he's <laughs> turning into a football guy that the players like, which yeah. is different than a football guy. Because that's a really big difference. Because Gase like, is a fake-ass like tough guy, and that's why the Jets don't like him. 
I had worries that Joe Judge was going to be that. I don't think that's the case. No, I think the the Giants have a much better locker room vibe than the Jets do. Definitely, I would say so. Um, I honestly don't have much more for this game. We're three and seven. We're half game out of the division, which is crazy. Uh, we might win the division. Yeah, we'll uh, I'm ready to move on to Packers Jags. Yeah, start off. Final score twenty four twenty. Yeah. Um, this game was way too close for really my liking. Really weird, dude. Really weird. Like the Packers should have blown Jake Luton and the Jags. Yeah. <clears throat> Get Straight out of the stadium. Yeah. It shouldn't have even like been a competition. James Robinson continues to just be awesome. 23 rushes for 109 yards and two catches. So I was concerned last week that he had none. Getting a little more involved in the passing game. Yeah. Crazy James Robinson sat for you. James Robinson this season, 689 rushing yards, fifth in the league. 917 all-purpose yards, fourth in the league. Most importantly, zero fumbles. Really hasn't put the ball in great the ball security. Yeah, out of that's very important coming into the NFL. He's a rookie. Most guys struggle with that. I yeah. know. I know he's a rookie. That's and I'll, crazy. I'll, you want me to that's lay crazy. a crazy stat on you tell right me, now? Tell me. He's fifth in the offensive rookie of the year vote. So really? James Robinson is currently plus twenty eight hundred. He's behind the favorite Justin Herbert Robert. minus one hundred three. I'd still put money. Joe there. Burrow plus one thirteen. Okay. Tua now plus eight hundred. Which is a little I crazy for me. That. I might take that. And Justin Jefferson plus twenty two hundred. I'd be. I was interested to see where Jefferson was. Yeah. So those are the five uh, that are like at the top of the list for offensive rookie of the year uh-huh. right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, James Robinson is definitely a talent. Oh, a hundred percent. And it just goes to show that there's like so much talent that slips through the cracks. Like yeah. during the draft, like this guy was undrafted. So is Philip Lindsay. Just thinking very recently, undrafted running backs. Yeah. Uh, speaking of running backs, Aaron Jones, thirteen for forty six. Again, nothing special. Yeah, but he had a pretty good day in the screen game. Yeah, uh, Devontae Adams, 8 for 66 and 1. MVS continues to be a deep threat. Another thing, Devontae Adams did fumble. That's true, I did see that. That was interesting. He, he was carrying he was the ball hurt for so loosely. Or what was the deal with that? Yeah, so yeah, I believe he had an ankle injury, and okay. people were. I actually looked on Twitter, and uh-huh. I saw one dude tweet that was very funny because he actually came back into the game. So okay. like, looking at it in hindsight, right, right. it was. Devontae Adams with a minor ankle injury that'll turn into an MRI that'll turn into season-ending surgery. <laughs> Good. Because that's just always the case. But thankfully enough, he came back healthy and he actually scored a touchdown. Yep. Uh, Rodgers, 24 for 34, 325, 2-1. That one yeah. pick was, was bad. It was pretty bad. He yeah. just underthrew a drag. His, Sidney Jones made a good play. Only his third pick of the season, though. Yeah. Which oh, is so amazing. Like, that's how many Russell Wilson uh, threw this week. Yeah. Like, that's how many turnovers Russell Wilson had. Jake get the loose loot, 18 for 35, 169, 1 at a pick. Meh. Yeah, not Second great. game, he's playing the Packers. But against the Packers, Dave, it was yeah. a tough test. Uh, I'm pretty much done with that game. Yeah, I'm ready to move on. So, game of the week. Yeah, this game was fucking epic. This, I want to spend some time on this game. Yeah, uh, this was like potentially game of the year so far. Let me just break it down for you. Yeah. Josh Allen versus Kyler Murray. Two MVP Stephon candidates. Diggs versus DeAndre Hopkins. Wow. What more could you want from a game? Yeah, Bill O'Brien attendance. That's what I would have loved, <laughs> That's what I loved to have. Yeah. Uh, Kyler was his brilliant self. Yeah. 22 at 32 for 245. And only the one touchdown. Only one. Important, <laughs> though. Four for four, 75 yards and a touchdown on the game-winning drive. Yeah. He did have a pick. Um, a pick. That was a tough pick. Yeah. But, yeah, that one touchdown obviously meant everything for the Cardinals. Yep, two on the ground, two. 11 for 61 and two okay. touchdowns on the ground for Kyler. So, great rushing Just making game. it well. Uh, speaking usual. of rushing, Kenny Drake with a quiet 16 for 100 yards on the ground. Yeah, is this the first time he's broken 100 this season? Uh, you know, I can't remember if he has yet. I don't think he has, but he looked pretty good. Chase Edmonds, 8 for 56. But the real story of the Cardinals offense is obviously DeAndre Hopkins. 
Yeah. Wow. Seven for 127. Yeah, so DeAndre Hopkins is in the end zone (laughs) on a Hail Mary against three Bills defenders, and he's just like, I'm fucking DeAndre Hopkins. I can do what I want. And just takes them with them those oven mitts he has for hands. Yeah, dude. We saw him holding a water bottle. Oh in my! The after. water bottle looked like oh my god, it looked like a pill. It was, <laughs> just, it was terrible. I don't know how he makes that possible. It's insane. Also, one thing I saw on that catch yeah. was that DeAndre Hopkins is the only one out of the four people that went up that wear Jordan gloves. Oh, that market. So they can make that, that a Jordan ad so easily. Uh, seven for one twenty-seven and a touchdown total for yeah. Hopkins that game. Great game. Um, and you said it before that winning drive started. By the mm-hmm. way, game ended thirty-two thirty. Yeah. In favor of the Cardinals. Yeah. Um, that it was Kyler's MVP moment. Yeah. And we were all tempted to live line plus yeah. five twenty-five. Yeah, we should have. Yeah, I should definitely should have. Uh, let's talk about the Bills side for a little bit. Yeah. Josh Allen was still Josh Allen was like this was a Josh Allen game to me, right? 284 32 for 49, 284 and 2, which is strong arm get the ball down the field, but, but two picks. Yeah, I mean and one of those picks ground, right? One of those picks Drake Kirkpatrick literally made one of the That greatest, was a great play. Greatest plays of the Acrobat. year. Acrobatic. Yeah. Acrobatic diving cap to the sideline. But that's that's a Josh Allen game. Yeah, that's, that's a very very typical Josh yeah. Allen game. Cole Beasley 11 for 109 and a touchdown. Yeah. The one Bills receiver that decides to go off today. That's not Stephon Diggs, 10 for 93 in a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, Diggs had that late go-ahead touchdown with like 35 seconds left. That should have won them the game. 35 seconds left. And then Kyla's like, wait, I can can move the ball. Yeah. Like Kyla. He's just like, fucking Hopkins is somewhere over there. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. He can't even – dude, oh my god. The funniest thing. There's a video of Kyler after he threw the pass – He's so short that he couldn't see that far down the field, so he turned around and watched the throw on the billboard. Really? Yeah, it's like on the giant ass screen. It's so funny. I'm gonna show you later. Yeah. It's hilarious. Kyla. Uh, shout out to Tyler Bass. Three fifty-five plus yard field goals from the rookie. All three of them were his career long at the time. Wow. So what a guy. Tyler Bass. Uh, so Kyler MVP check. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm not. Moms. I'm not gonna I'm say I'm fully on board for Kyler for MVP. Okay. I'm but putting him at I'm second behind there. Mahomes right now. I'm getting there. I okay. would agree with that. Um, Close with Rodgers, definitely. Yeah. Josh Allen MVP check? No. Yeah. Can't do it. So I'm interested to see if. So let's say the rules were reversed, right? And the Bills won this game. Yeah. Does that take Kyler out of the MVP race? Um, I think yes. Yeah. Because okay. then at that point he doesn't have a touchdown in this six game. Six and four there. He doesn't I'm have sorry, a touchdown. Five and four. Yeah, yeah, five and five four. And four. He doesn't wow. have a touchdown, and they lose the game against a team that they were favored going yeah. in. Yeah. So you know what I was really thinking about, to be completely honest, at the end of this game, like in two, three years, this could be a Super Bowl. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Bills Cardinals, hundred percent. This could be a Super Bowl. Not even two, three years. years. We could see them next year. Yeah, I mean, honestly, because you mentioned it. Really good. If Allen Robinson goes to the Cardinals, they'll win a Super Bowl. I am really curious to see what the Bills do in the draft this year because I think that they're going to have a late pick, but I think they can really make an impact here. The Bills need to draft Travis Etienne out of Clemson. Wow, that they would do make need a running back. They, they have so many. Zach running Moss backs. is good, but they have average. On they have two average Harris, running backs. Or Najee right Harris now. out of Bama. Yeah, oh my Etienne God, or Najee Harris would take yep. a, that offense a step up. Uh, you want to move on to the next game, or are you good? Yeah, uh, Dolphins Chargers. Yeah. So, I mean, cleanest uniforms of the week, I got to say. Yeah. Easily. Um, great uniform game. Unlike my room, it's pretty dirty, not going to lie. So, Jake, yeah. it's funny that you mentioned that. Um, about, um, if you're about. looking for a cheap way to get your room clean, oh, you could get in contact with Tidy USA. Really? 
So what they're coming next semester to the University of Miami and FIU. Oh, that's huge. Uh, not only will they do dorm rooms, uh-huh. but they'll also clean fraternity houses or any other college Good living Good for space, us. We're an off-campus Which house. is great for us. Yeah. I mean, you can text them, you get a same day quote and for the cleaning cost, and all you need to do is send photos or videos of what you need cleaned, and Tidy USA will get back to you by the end of the day with an estimate. Wow. Yeah. And you know what's crazy is I heard you don't even have to be there. They're just really going to do it for you. They're really efficient. And and you can also, if you really like the estimate, you can book the same day as well. Really? They're that quick with it? Yeah. Wow, dude. Tidy USA is kind of nice. You know what else Tidy will do for you? Tell me. (laughs) They'll provide all the cleaning supplies except paper towels and garbage bags. What? Yeah. I don't have to spend any money on that shit. None. Dude, as a college kid, I need that so bad. Yeah. Oh my God. Especially with how much I went down this week. Yeah. Yeah. So they currently operate at FSU, Tulane, Loyola University, and Florida Tech. Uh Um, But as I mentioned, they're coming next semester to the University of Miami. Awesome. Um, So yeah. I'm sure you will. I'm sure I'll be hitting them up probably every other week. Yeah. Every other day for me, the way I keep my room, maybe. (laughs) But we'll see what's going on. Uh, you want to get into the actual game? Anything more you want to say on Tidy USA? Yeah. Nope, that's it. I'm ready to get into the football. Something special is brewing in Miami. Yeah, five in a row for the Dolphins. Um, I don't mean to freak you out here, but I think the Dolphins are going to win the division. Yeah, I mean, okay, they're 6-3 and three right now. Yeah. They're one game back of the Bills, okay. who are on bye this week. So really, they're a half game back. Yeah, but have you seen the rest of their schedule? Is it tough? It's nothing. It's nothing. I'm gonna, you're going to listen to this. You're going to listen to this. Okay. In three weeks, you and I are going to be talking about a 9-3 and three Miami Dolphins team. Blow my mind. Ready for this? Yeah. Broncos. Win. Yeah. Jets. Well. Stop it. <laughs> okay. That's a win. Bang. <laughs> That's a win. Oh, my God. To a Burrow. That game's going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I think they'll blow them out. Yeah, the Dolphins are going to kill them. Dude, oh the Dolphins... God. Dolphins have a plus 69 point differential right nice. now. Nice. nice. That's First of all, nice. Second of all, like... Are talking about a 9-3 Dolphins team? They, they're going to win this division. I don't see why they can't make a push for it, at least. Wow. And the like, Bills are amazing. Not taking yeah, away credit okay. for the Bills. My only thing is, like, Week 17, Dolphins-Bills, I really don't see why the Bills lose that game. Tua looks so good in that uniform, dude. He looks so good in that <laughs> offense. Seriously. He was made to be a Miami Dolphin. Yeah, I mean... He had like a, I don't know, would you say average to a little above average game? I mean, to be completely honest, I think he did everything he needed to. Yeah, I mean, he didn't turn the ball over. He was 15 of 25 for 169 and two yeah. touchdowns. The 169 is even great, but then you see the two touchdowns. You're like, okay, in the red zone. Yeah, got the job yeah, done. done. One to Jakeem Grant, I believe, and then one on a play action. That was nice. I think the Dolphins are a very good football team. Yeah. And they actually finally found a solid answer at running back. They, yeah. Wow. This new guy, what's his name? Salvan Ahmed. Yeah. He looked kind of electric. 81, I think, in a touchdown? Yeah. Yeah. That touchdown was huge. That was actually, I think, his first carry of the game. Really? Yeah. I think when Gaskin comes back and they split carries, they're going to keep defenses on their heels. That's going to be interesting. I, I want to see what happens. When is Gaskin coming back? Next week? I think two weeks? Like two weeks, maybe two three weeks. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, but yeah, I think the Dolphins, hear me out. Yeah. Actually, just announced themselves as a contender. I agree with you. I actually agree with you. They're a contender still this year. Yeah, I think they are. Xavier Howard yeah. is God. Yeah. Byron Jones, also a quarterback, yeah. too. And Noah Ibanaga. Grossly overpaid, though, I yeah, will say that. Ridiculous. Byron Jones, you have the agent. Yeah. Like, you have the best agent wow. in the league. Uh, so, Herbert <laughs> versus Tua, that was the storyline. So, I'm going to read off Herbert and Tua's stats. Yeah. Herbert, 20 for 32, 187, two, and a pick, had a rushing touchdown, QB sneak. Yeah, that the Chargers rushing game just actually you do too. Came of a lot, interesting. 
Yeah. Tua, 15 for 25, 169, two touchdowns, as we just said. Yeah. Um, the Chargers probably cannot wait to get Austin Eckler back. Oh my God. Like, their their he ground attack so has been bad. so pathetic without him. Okay, so last week we talked about the Chargers and the Falcons choking games. Yeah. But on the first, on my first official, oh shit, that's interesting. Yeah. You ready for this? I think I saw this stat, the and I know Chargers what you're going to say. Yeah. have lost. 15 one possession games since 2019. Okay. Can I piggyback onto your no shit that's interesting no with shit that's interesting. the same exact concept? Yeah. Only three teams in the NFL this season have not lost a game by more than one score. Okay. Those teams are the undefeated Steelers because mm-hmm. they just haven't lost. Right. The 8-1 Chiefs okay. and the 2-7 and seven Chargers. <laughs> How are they doing that? They've lost seven games, and none of them have been by more than one score. You got to feel bad for whoever the hell is running it down there, dude. Uh, so, I don't really have much to say about the Chargers. Yeah, they I suck. mean, I have another no shit that's interesting well, for me. this game. Because we had to throw Tua in there if we were going to throw something from the Chargers Please. in there. Tua Tagovailoa actually made his first career tackle before throwing his first career interception. No shit, that's interesting. No shit. No shit, that's interesting. <laughs> Yeah. yeah that. um, do you have any more from this game, or are you ready to move I mean, on? Not to really, to be honest. Uh, Tua did hitters. fumble a snap on third and one. That was bad. Yeah, I mean, rookie yeah. error. That's what you could chalk that up to. Uh, Chargers receivers, slow game. Keenan Allen, 3 for 39. Yeah, Keenan Allen's all still really good. Yep. You want to go to the next game? Yeah, Raiders, Broncos. So Vegas, 37. Denver, 12. Drew Locke fucking sucks. 23 yeah. for 47, 257 yards, one touchdown, and four picks. So sub-50 completion percentage and four picks. That's, that's all you need. All I heard. Yeah, that's all you need to hear. Um, they, need, they need a new QB1. And you know what I hate is he's ruining Jerry Judy. What, what's his name? Zach Wilson? BYU? Zach Wilson, BYU quarterback. I know you said Saints, but I think the Broncos could use Zach Wilson. Because when Cortland Sutton comes back... Yeah, they kind of have some weapons at receiver and Noah Fant. So this is the thing, though. They invested so hard in this draft in basically Drew Locke. They got Judy in the first round. They took KJ Hamlin in the second. They got Albert Oka even on his former t- teammate, tight end. Yeah. And now Drew Locke just seems to be ruining Jerry Judy. Yeah, Drew Locke sucks ass, dude. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to see what they do. Let's go to the Raiders side yeah, a little bit. Um, the Las Vegas Raiders can run the goddamn football. I actually think they might be a contender. Yeah, I agree with Seriously, you. Seriously, Josh I mean, Jacobs is awesome. Okay, is it surprising, though, that they can run the football? Because no. it's like a John Gruden football team. Dude, and their offensive line is big. Yeah, I mean, when when, when you people. see Gruden as the head coach, you know what yeah. you're going to get. You're going to get physical. Yeah. You're going to get smash mouth football. fast motherfucker. But receiver. somehow yeah. they make it interesting yeah. and the Colts don't. Yeah. Which is crazy because it's the same style and of offense. And you can't even be like, oh, maybe their quarterback is more interesting. But you can't because fucking Derek Carr. Yeah. I, mean, I love Derek Carr. I actually kind of like Derek Carr. He had a quiet game, but still. Yes. Uh, He's not a bad quarterback. He's much better than Phillip Rivers. So Josh fucking Jacobs looks powerful. <laughs> 21 for 112 and 2. Also, sneakily ran a lot of routes. Four catches. Really? Josh Jacobs usually doesn't do. Yeah. Uh, Garbage time, Devontae Booker, 16 for 81. Also had two touchdowns. Yeah. So, Josh Jacobs, fantasy owner here, right? Is Booker a flex play? Maybe. He might be. The way that the Raiders' offense is schemed, yeah. The the, the way the Raiders' offense is schemed, like, he is definitely an option there. And I think the Vegas is a contender. Yeah. Um, there's not much more to say from this game to be completely honest. Yeah. With you. Uh, my last thing was just 
Melvin Gordon with like another really quiet week. Mm-hmm. Um, Denver rushing only 66 yards on the ground. Talk about getting dominated in yeah. the trenches. Yeah. That is what it looks like. Definitely. Uh, let's go to Rams Seahawks. Yeah. So there's three six and three teams in this division now. The Rams, Seahawks, and the Cardinals. Yeah, dude, this division's crazy. It's nuts. And the Niners are four and six. They're two games back. Yeah. They're gonna get last because there's so many injuries, but the next year this division's gonna be crazy. Um this game, by the way, ended 23-16. Uh one of the more surprising games for me this week. But really? of course Vegas knew what was good. Yeah. Uh LA closed minus one forty on the money line, yep. slight favorites. Mm-hmm. Um you can see why. Pathetic yeah. Seahawks defense. I actually think the Rams are a contender. I think the Rams really? might make the Super Bowl. That's and interesting. That's the, and that's going to be my hottest take this season. I think the Rams might make the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, I disagree with you. I, I understand outright. that. Outright. I think you might. Although one thing I will say about the Rams, which was very impressive, is that the Seahawks offense, they just held them to 16 points, which was the first time this season they failed to crack 25 points and only the second time that they failed to reach 30. Yeah. So let me rephrase what I said. The only reason I think they won't get to the Super Bowl now is because Andrew Whitworth is out for the year. Yeah. That's a I just huge saw that. blow for the Rams. Sprained MCL and PCL. Yeah, bad. Yeah, terrible news for the Rams. He's an older player. He's 37, so we hope everything is okay with him. Yeah, he obviously. might be done now. Shout out Darius Williams. Two picks for the Rams. Yeah. Um, he must look bad. Dude. And DK Metcalf was blanketed. Because of Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, Jalen Ramsey catches and did God's work on, on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> Jalen Ramsey was... Wow. Yeah. Uh, DK had two for 28, and yep. Lockett had five for 66, yeah. which, by the way, led the team in both categories of That's receptions and yards. Yeah. Uh, uh, speaking of quarterbacks, yeah. I actually have always liked Jared Goff more than a lot of people. Yeah. I, and I know this is the Seahawks defense. I Yeah. Horrible. But something about Jared Goff on play action is, like, legitimately beautiful. Yeah. I mean, everything taken to, into account, I think Jared Goff is, like, a top 15 quarterback yeah. in the league. Yeah. Um, I started him this week in fantasy. He was my streamer quarterback this week. Great, but no I times. thought he was going to be great no as well. Touchdowns. And 27 of 37 for 302, but yeah. he didn't have a touchdown because right. every time they would get into the red zone, it would be first and goal from the five, and Daryl Henderson right. or Malcolm Brown would run it in. So, And at, he also had the fumble. So at this point, who do you have winning this division? Oh. And I want you to really give that some thought. The Cardinals. I don't need to give it some thought. You think it's just the Cardinals? Outright? I think the Cardinals are probably the best complete team in this division. Right. Yeah, I, I think the Cardinals are just really, really good. So I think what we need to what we need to really assess is just how good Kyler Murray is. Must see TV. Yeah, the I Cardinals agree. are that good. I think the Rams are great. I think they could win the division, but I just think the Cardinals are awesome. And Kyler Murray has emerged as a legitimate top. Four, five quarterback. Agreed. Right now? Agreed completely. Yeah, right? And it's yeah. only his second year. Uh, are you ready to move on to Steelers-Bengals? Yeah, let's go Steelers-Bengals. Yeah, uh, really tough day for Bengals fans, especially yeah. tough day for Joey B. Uh, oh, Joe. Dude, he got beat up all day. Yeah, he really did. 21 of 40, so just above 50%. Yeah. 213 in the touchdown. Didn't have a pick, but he was sacked four times right. and hit a ton more. Yeah. Like, the Bengals' O-line is just open doors. Yeah, it really, really is. And <laughs> it's insane to see how bad they are being need to draft Kanai Sewell. Yeah. They draft they anyone besides Kanai Sewell. Sewell. You need to fire everyone in the Bengals organization. If he's <laughs> available, you have to take Kanai Sewell. Deontay Johnson is sick. Yeah, he is Six crazy. Six 116 yards of the touchdown. And you benched him this week, right? And I benched him this week for Travis Hall. Yeah, Big tough. Ben was about to block on an end round of Claypool, and then he just literally went, no. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, so classic Big Ben. Big Ben is the laziest guy I know. And he's the best quarterback in that division. Have you seen the video of Big Ben just like knocking the pads yes. out of the air yes. during practice yes. instead of dodging them? Uh, Big Ben, 27 for 46, 333 and 4. 
Yeah, and didn't have a pick. Yeah. Which uh, is like a Big Ben average game, and that's not average. That's sick. One thing that was like really surprising from this game is like, yeah. one, why is James Conner not having enough touches? Another tough game for Conner. Two, how did the Bengals average 6.6 yards per carry and they were down so much in this Doesn't game? Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. And three, just getting back to the James Conner thing, the Steelers are up 26. Yeah. Why aren't they just running the goddamn ball? I don't know. Big Ben was 46 <laughs> times. Yeah. yeah. That's ridiculous. Um, so Steelers 16 and check. Here's the rest of the schedule. I yeah. For you. Jags. Win. Ravens. I think they'll win that game. Football team. That'll be close, but they'll I win. think this is going to be the most interesting one. Bills. That is really interesting. Right. I think the Bills, I, that's going to be a close game. Yep. Regardless. Bengals again. Yeah, that's a dub. Colts, I think they'll win. Easy dub. And then Colts the Browns. Suck. And then the Browns is easy. So well. I think it's really just that Bills game. And maybe the Browns week 17 gets weird. Yeah. If, if they've already, the the if season, they already clinched. Weird. But I yeah. think if they're 15-0, they'll probably stick with the starters. Yeah. Uh, anything else for this game? I'm ready to move on to Saints-Niners. Yeah, so I don't have much for this game just because the Niners' injuries just continue to haunt them. Uh, McKinnon and Jermichael Jim- Hasty both got hurt during this game, and Brandon Ayuk is still stuck. Yeah. Um, one thing I just want to say is Alvin Kamara, like, Weapon. monster day through the air, which kind of fucked me in fantasy, but, but, like, he can't run the ball. Eight for... Fifteen. Boy. But the two touchdowns, of course. Fucked Three me in fantasy. Seven for 83 and one through the yeah. air. Yeah, and... I mean, first things first, hopefully Breeze gets well soon. Yeah, dude. I think he might retire after this um, I actually think he will. Secondly, fuck Michael Thomas. Yeah. He's going to be the reason this year why I don't win a fantasy Highest championship. Highest fantasy game is 10.1 so far. Dude, because I, can't, I can't not start him because yeah, he's Michael, Michael Thomas. Thomas. And the one week you bench him, he's going to go off. But if I Thomas. start him, yeah. he's going to get like seven points, and I'm going to lose, and I have so many options on the bench. As you mentioned before, I have Ayuk, yep. and I sat him. Yeah. Um, Niners really struggle on the ground, which was interesting to note. Like 25 total rushes for 48 yards. Uh, we'll note final score of this game: Saints 27, Niners 13. Yeah, yeah. Um, are you ready to move on to the motherfucking Knicks? Yeah, let's move on to the motherfucking Knicks. Um, the draft is Wednesday. Yeah, so like you'll be hearing this, and the draft will be tomorrow because yeah. this is going out yeah. on Tuesday. Draft will be Um, yeah. So the Knicks have a lot of options yeah. regarding their eighth pick. Like they could trade it, they could draft somebody. Mm-hmm. It doesn't fucking matter. And keep in mind we have another first round pick from the Clippers at twenty seven. Yeah. Believe, so right? we have eight, twenty seven, and thirty eight total in this draft. Okay. Um so if we decide not to trade the pick, trade the pick, um, I've laid out three people that I think the Knicks should target so, yeah, in this draft. So the first player is Devin Vassell. Yeah. Um Compact, 6'7", 195, mm-hmm. does it all for it, right? Fuck FSU, but he's good. Like, I think this draft pick would be the most classic Nick shit of all time. Yeah. Because, like, I actually think he's a really good player. Yeah, 100%. And the Knicks are just falling ass backward into, like, one of the most talented players on the board. 41.7% from three in the past two years. Yeah, that's great. And, and he only played him. two seasons at Florida State. Yep. Shown very real ability as a shot maker as yep. well as a high-quality defender. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's a good thing to see him declaring for the NBA draft. Nice. Um, Vassal averaged 13 points and five rebounds, as well as a couple assists um, in, in his sophomore year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and if the Knicks players. could land him, who, this is my realistic pick for the, if the Knicks could land somebody, I would be really happy with this pick. Okay. Um, um, I love Vassal. I would prefer Obi Toppin. Yeah, obviously right. Obi Toppin is... Is, if we can, is it Toppin or Toppin? I think it's Toppin. It's a Toppin, okay. Um, yeah, if the Knicks would get Obi Toppin, I think that would be He's the best case scenario coming out of this Kevin draft. Knox sucks. 
Yeah. Let's get rid of him. And then we could play just a massive lineup. Yeah, so our starting Holy five right shit. now right now is I would think it's D- DSJ, Dennis Smith Jr., yeah. RJ RJ Barrett, Kevin Knox, you, Julius Randle, and Mitch. Yeah. So right? the only issue I really see with that lineup Kevin is like Kevin Knox because so. he just can't play fucking defense. No, for a second. Whatever. Right. Um but yeah, just let me play a hypothetical for you real yeah, quick. If the Knicks draft Obi Toppin. Oh. And they get Russell Westbrook. Yeah, that's a good lineup. Our starting lineup is Russ, RJ, mm-hmm. Obi Toppin, yeah. Julius Randle, yeah. and Mitch. Yeah. That's a top six team in the East. Yeah. Yeah. This year. Yeah. And that's a lot of young players. Yeah. Everyone on that, that would team be is a young, fun Knicks team to watch develop over the next couple of years. Yeah. I mean, when's Obi- the last time we could say that? Never. Really? Not in my lifetime, at least. Not in my lifetime. Jesus Never Christ. had a good young team. So, yeah, Obi Tobin, 6'9", 220. Yeah. I would love him. I mean, my one knock on him is that, like, he might need an elite guard to unlock his potential. But if we get him and we land Westbrook, that solves That'd that problem completely. Guy. That'd be a great He guy. averaged 20 points a game and 7.5 and rebounds in his sophomore year at Dayton. Yeah. Like, he's kind of a stud. So, they're probably going to take Killian Hayes because he's four. Yeah, and we're of incredibly unorthodox. The Knicks and weird love foreign players, dude. We'll probably take it. I'm going to freak out. I would love Obi Toppin or Devin Vassell. Uh, with 27, I would love to see if we can get a guy like Vernon Carey, who's he's 6'10. We don't need a true center because Mitch is obviously the center of the yeah, future. Yeah, definitely the guy. He just but needs to work to on staying out of foul trouble. I know. That's the one. I knock. would love to see Vernon Carey as a four. Yeah, that would be a great pick. Yeah, I think down low he would be a great match. We could move Julius Randle for for another pick in the future I'd as like well. I'd like to get him off the salary. Maybe yeah, dude, Taj, Taj Gibson or Bobby Portis. We're paying him so much money. Yeah, we signed, what, three power forwards yeah, last year? all ridiculous moves. Uh, yeah, anything Knicks related you got? Yeah, I just have one more name on the list. Yeah. Obviously, Obi Toppin was like a player if we reached and got. Yeah. That would be great. Um, This last name is like if the Knicks – go in a different direction and they go for kind of a guy who that not a lot of people are talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, Sadiq Bay. Yeah, he's actually pretty good. Like, out of Nova, yeah. I think he could really get it done for the Knicks okay. because he ticks all the boxes. Yeah. He replaces Kevin Knox straight away. Love it. Major 3 and D guy, which the Knicks need. are in massive need of. We need defensive help. He improved drastically from his freshman year to his sophomore year, okay. so he definitely has that high ceiling ability. Mm-hmm. During his sophomore year, he averaged 16 points, five rebounds, as well as a couple assists, and he shot 45% from three. Yeah. Let me just read a stat that matters. 11.2. The Knicks were outscored by 11.2 points per game from three-point range last year. That's the second worst margin in 41 seasons of the three-point line. We need a guy that can shoot the three like Sadiq Bey. Yeah. So if the Knicks went in this direction... I'm really happy with that pick as well. We need a shooter and we need a dynamic guy. Yeah. I mean, after laying out all of those probable options between us, we'll take the Knicks are obviously going to go draft some fucking foreign dude that nobody wants. And he's, and he's not going to be able to adapt to the way New York culture is and yep. the New York brand of basketball. Yep. And he's going to leave in a couple of years. Exactly. And, uh, cause AL, fuck you, Dolan. Motherfucking <laughs> Knicks and James Dolan. Maybe he'll take something over from the Mets. Maybe he'll take a little piece of advice and sell the fucking team. Yeah, please, man. Let's uh, let's close it off with a little Miami football. Yeah. Right. So twenty-five, twenty-four, nail biter over Virginia Dude, Tech. There's why do they give me a heart attack every week? So every week with this shit. It's interesting because we always play up or down to our competition, and I hate that. Why not just play the good team that we are every time? Yeah, I mean, I said it last week. I'll say it again. We're the Bills of college football. We really are. <laughs> uh, Derek King is awesome. Yeah. No, I love Derek King. 
Didn't have a great game. Only had the one touchdown, but still had 255 through true, the air. He's a closer. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's a true closer. He gets the job done in crunch yeah. time. When, he, when you need him like late in the fourth quarter, one possession game, he will get the job done. Yeah. Uh, another good game from D. Wiggins. Yeah. Uh, another great game from D. Wiggins. Eight for 106. Jalen Phillips' trace drop stock just went way up. Yeah. Four tackles, two and a half sacks off the edge. On a quiet day from Quincy Roche, the Temple transfer, only two tackles. Yeah, I'm just looking at the defense here. This guy I haven't really heard of in the past. Yeah. Gilbert Fryson. Fryerson. Yeah. Two sacks and he had Stepping six tackles. Bit. Stepping up a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Great He's game from him. Uh, Got to look out for him out. in the games coming forward. Another breakout to Corey Couch. Had an awesome pick for us. He's yeah. a young corner. We actually really need corners. We don't have a single cornerback in our 2021 uh, recruiting class. By the way. Really? One, okay, the so only one we had just decommitted. So we got to look for a corner. Yeah, we need corners. Cameron um, Harris looked good out of the backfield again. 14 for 6 and yeah, touchdown. I just have a little bit of a rant here. Tell me. Um, first of all, why the fuck do we close as underdogs? Yeah, weird. Second of all, why did we only win by one? Yeah. And third of all, we went down in the power rankings to 12. To 12. So let me read. Dude, we're... We're yeah. seven and one. Yeah, like, put so, some fucking respect on yeah. Manny. Let me let me God. let me read the order right now. It's Bama, Notre Dame, Ohio State, Clemson, A and M, UF, Cincinnati, BYU, Indiana, Wisco, and Oregon. Yeah, all of those make sense to me except Indiana. Indiana, that's the only name I can Indiana's say. Indiana's opponents are a combined three and thirteen right now. Yeah, not they haven't I, played. Anyone. I don't know about that from the. They AP. haven't played anyone. Like Indiana, no. Everyone else, I get. Yeah, so. That's pretty much all I got for Miami, Virginia Tech. Uh, is there anything else you want to talk about, talk about before we close it out? Uh, I would just say that if you're listening still at this point in the podcast, we're going to be moving to shorter episodes yeah, and we're two episodes a week. So we're going to try and release on Thursdays. Excuse me. Fridays and Tuesdays. Tuesdays and Fridays. I, yeah. it's my bad. So you guys will be hearing this tomorrow. Uh, and at that point, the NBA draft will be tomorrow. And by the time you hear us again, the Knicks will have fucked up the draft. And we'll talk about Thursday Night Football. Still going to talk a little footy, maybe. And uh, hopefully there's some Yankees news by then. Hopefully. Hopefully we re-signed DJ LeMahieu by then, so I don't have a heart attack every 20 minutes. Did did it happen while we were watching? While we no, were I had Fox the vision, Panthers? but I haven't gotten the Twitter alert. No. So do you want to just say that Yeah, so before the game, right before I, I was in the shower, and I had a vision of Dylan and I would be talking about the Bills-Cardinals game, and I would get an alert on Twitter saying that the Yankees re-signed DJ LeMahieu. It didn't happen yet. It needs to happen so I can just be mentally sane again. Uh, that's all I got. Dylan, anything else you want to close off with? I'm good for this week. All right. Well, uh, thank you guys for listening. Make sure to hit the follow button on Spotify and follow us on Instagram at blindsidepod. Thank you for listening again and go Yanks. Go Yanks.